Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our weeks, nor the end of our ropes, and we want to be able to talk honestly and openly about, you know, our jobs without having to worry about losing them. So we're going to be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. Now, we are supported and loved by a large group of teachers on our Patreon, and all of these patrons, they support us by donating 5 to $10 a month, and in return, we love them, we read their names, and they get access to over 95 extra exclusive episodes that are only available on the Patreon. There's lots of deep cuts. There's interviews with the hosts. They also get to join a Facebook group where they chat with other hosts. There's watch parties. While we're recording, they get to stream and interact with us. It's really, really cool. So if you like the podcast, please go over to Patreon and sign up and help support us. We would love you for it. Now is my favorite part. I'm going to read the names of all of our patrons. Let's start with our newest and go to our who have been here forever. Let's start with Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Sunday L, Kel C, Nicole B, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James Nally J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Kim K, Jessica A, Swiffle F Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Iron Swine, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Jason F, Amber H, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red the Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much. We love you so, 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 so much. Last up, I want to thank our sponsor at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher, or you know theater teachers in your building, or you just want the theater teacher in your building to get their shit together, send them to LudLambDramatics.com. They have resources for theater teachers. They are the only place in the United States that makes educational theater classroom posters. Really, if you go to a teacher store, there is jack shit for theater teachers they have to like like make their own shit or they have to like bastardize a music poster it's not fair so ludlam dramatics is there for them and they're there for us and we're here for them so everyone go support ludlam dramatics at ludlamdramatics.com Woohoo! all right friends it's summer it's time to get a break i'm doing the best i can the world's a crazy crazy ass place Make sure you're taking care of your mental health. Check out therapy, take time off, take a little bit of self-time, even if it's just like a long-ass bath, to just center yourself, shake off this school year, and just breathe a little bit. Just breathe. It will do so much. All right, my friends, thanks for sticking with us. Here we are, episode 140. Damn, we've been doing this for a while. Enjoy. Bunny O'Hare, will you go ahead and sound us off? <clears throat> me 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 me. <clears throat> balls 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 balls. Oh, this makes me so happy! I love you so much for doing this. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by some amazing, beautiful people. I have Miss Mama Chicken. Woo! Hey, guys! And I also have Lady Shathiad. Hey, everyone. And Mr. Count Chocolate. Yo, what's up, everyone? And also Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. 
And last but not least, Miss Shirley Temper. Blessed be the fruit. Oh, Who's going to answer me? Blessed be the fruit. I, I don't uh, know. Under his eye? Oh, Jesus. That's what I was going to say. These <laughs> panties is on it. No, that's from Handmaid's Tale, right? Yeah, that's yes. handmade. That's yeah. Margaret Outwood right there. All right, folks. Well, it is officially summer. I mean, it's been summer for a little bit now for some of us, but I think for the majority of American teachers right now, it is summer if you're not doing year-round school. And I hope, I really, really fucking hope that every teacher out there had at least 48 hours, if not more, of being useless and embracing it, where you could just like put your responsibilities, you're done. And even if you still had to tend your family, you just didn't do laundry, you didn't do dishes, you just got to go and relax or breathe or fucking sleep and just try to wash the year away. I really hope so many of you are able to do that and get that. And honestly, if you have done it, don't beat yourself up or do any of that bullshit of saying how you feel guilty because you just haven't done anything today. No, fucking embrace that for a few days because you fucking earned it. I bet for 95% of the teachers out there, this was one of the worst fucking school years ever. And so you owe yourself a moment of breath before taking on some more bullshit. Give yourself a day or at least two days. Fuck, take a week or a month if you can, but practically take a day or two just to relax and enjoy it, embrace it, because you fucking earned it and you deserve it. Even if you're not fucking teaching next year, you deserve to breathe right now. So fuck yeah. But I am getting to breathe and relax. I, I had some time. I got to travel with my family. Space Panties has been hanging out, and so I've got to hang out with her because she's the shit. And it's just been amazing. And so I'm really enjoying this time of summer right now. And I feel so much better because of that. But my friends, my podcasters, my hosts, what are you guys doing right now? How are you taking care of yourselves? What have you done to take care of? Have you had a, a zero day? Have you gotten a massage? Did you get to go work out? What have you done? I am going to the gym a couple of times a week, aerobics class tomorrow morning, and then I have yoga. I had therapy last week. But Shirley, are, do you have plans for the summer? Didn't you get to beach it up? Didn't I see Instas of you on the shore? <sighs> yes. I got sunburned. It was not a good time. Ouch. I got oh, sunburned on the front of my legs and part of my ass cheek and my <laughs> upper back and the tops of my feet. And I couldn't wear shoes for a week. And clothes hurt, and so I just laid in my bed and cried for a few days. <laughs> Wednesday, Adam always Adams always has the umbrella when she goes outside. You fair-skinned people. My daughter's uh, one. What of makes you think I did not have that? Because you turned into a lobster. I still did. I did everything right. Okay, I promise I, you, buddy. I am mostly just taking it easy and hanging out with the fufu. As far as self-care, we have discovered she and I that. Also, she turned nine months old on Friday, so yay. I'm already, my little ADHD ass is already going a little stir-crazy in the house, so we are trying to find little adventures to go out and do every day, whether it's grocery shopping or uh, going to meet somebody for lunch or going to the, the public library near me has a good little kids area, and um, so we're just trying to find little things to do, and... Also, God bless him, Mr. O'Hare has been 
wonderful about letting me sleep in on Saturdays and Sundays. He gets up with the baby and I get to lay in bed and it is fan-freaking-tastic. I'm so, so happy. That's awesome. Count, what are you up to? Graduation went well. I have floated in pools. I am still feeling the effects of brunch today because it was 101 degrees outside. We were shaded with fans, and I probably drink five gallons of water, but I still think I'm a little dehydrated. There will be much floating and pools and... Yeah, there's been some yoga daily. There will be some morning gym sessions and regular time with my therapist. And I'm going to enjoy these next five or six weeks. Mama Chicken, what about you? What are you doing right now? Have you gotten a couple days? You gotten any time? So I packed up my classroom and I'm moving to another school. And I don't know what my grade level will be, but I know I'll be teaching ELA. And so right now I'm focusing on like, the future and being excited about new opportunities. After I packed up the room, which took days, um, I've just been hanging out, kind of being productive. I cleaned the kitchen sink, which is amazing. And, uh, and I'm trying to get back into my running and spending time with my daughter. And last but not least, Lady Shathia. Hey, so the captain and I have been I'm in a whirlwind the past few weeks because we both resigned from our schools and we sold our house and we just got an offer accepted on a new house today in our new city. So it's been a lot. That That is a lot. Holy shit. New <laughs> house. So you haven't had any time. Do you have a plan to have some downtime? Um, I have been trying to find pockets of time here and there. I've been really making an effort to see a lot of friends and family up here because I know once we move in July, it's going to be quite a distance away from people. And so spending that time with friends, going on outings, going to dinners, um, still seeing my therapist, still making sure that I'm staying hydrated um, (laughs) because it's getting hotter and hotter. So stay hydrated, everyone. It's hot here. So as we've just finished our end of year and processed all of that, we've had a little bit of time. Well, not everybody has. I've gotten messages and several people even in our our little Patreon live stream we have going on here. And I know some of you still have school, and I'm so sorry. Hopefully you will be done by the time this comes out. But have any of you actually ever felt guilty about failing a student? Because there have been sometimes, I don't know, I feel like, I never have. I was on Reddit in one of the teacher forums and someone was talking about how they felt so bad, but this kid refused to do work and refused to do anything. And so he was warned he was going to fail. If you don't even do this, you're going to fail. This is the bare minimum. And the teacher still felt really bad about it. But the kid comprehended. He understood. He just didn't give a fuck, which makes me not feel guilty. But I'm curious, have you guys ever felt guilty about it? Even if the answer is just a quick, hard nope, I'm just curious. Is there a situation you see yourself feeling guilty about this? Um, I, I do not feel guilty because I try to design my class so that it's hard to fail. Like there are plenty of opportunities to redo the work, to try the test again that, you know, if you didn't earn the grade, you didn't earn the grade. You know, I've, I've had some bad feelings about that previously. Um, but for any student that puts forth the effort, tries, like regardless of how poor your performance is, if you're, do, you know, putting in the work and making sure you're 
attempting to pass. I never taught a subject that was difficult to be successful in. You had to be intentional about failing, which meant no participation, no trying, no communication. You, you didn't do anything or you barely came to class and then that's what you get. But other than that, I haven't. But th- yeah, there's been a couple times that, you know, when the reality hits a student and they're like, I need this class to graduate. I'm not going to pass. Are you saying? I'm like, I'm saying you're not going to graduate because you did nothing in the class. Um, yeah, I, I felt bad one or two times. But anytime other than that, I mean, essentially, you make your bed and you lie in it. Like 100% knowing what you're doing. Yeah, I, I've never, ever had to feel guilty because if you go that hard to fail my class, then you're obviously trying or something's wrong. Uh, Shirley, you got anything? I fail kids every year and I don't actually fail them. They fail themselves and I don't lose a minute sleep over it. Good. What about you, Bunny? There have been situations that I have felt bad about it. Um, the last couple of years with pandemic, I've had a couple of kids that have just had 50, 60, 70 absences over the total of the school year just to the point that they're missing so much school that they haven't had the chance to do the work they haven't had the chance to demonstrate the mastery like i i teach middle school if these parents aren't making education a priority like i don't know i still feel like some of this falls on the parents at this age so i do feel a little bad about it but this year no not so much because I same kind of thing like I give the kids every opportunity like work with me give me something because I don't want to fail you because that makes more paperwork for me but I'm not going to give you a passing grade when you turned in jack diddly shit and were a disruption every single day that you walked into my room like I Give me something to work with here. Like, help me help you, you know? I, I feel the same way. I feel pretty much in the last at least 15, pretty much my whole teaching career, at about the beginning of my teaching career, this I was in, I don't know, I was teaching at, had a very big message to all teachers that no kid or parent should be surprised by a failing grade. And if they're like, there's no way we're ever going to let a kid fail and be surprised by it or the parents. So there will always be warning signs or always be like, if you continue past this point, you are going to fail. Really, you just have to not do this one. And they still refuse. And I, I feel like kids can't be surprised by it anymore at all. Like a kid might get a bad grade on a project, but no one is going to fail and be surprised by it. It has to be coming. And I think that's just standard now. No one's going to be surprised. And so I think people, I don't get the sympathy. Lady? So I um, have only ever felt guilty one or two times ever because a lot of times they will fail six weeks or two, but then get their shit together at the very end. And as long as they're not failing massively, you know, it will average out and their grade will become passing. And I work with students. I work with whatever situation they're working with. But then there's been a couple of times where they start missing a lot and then they just never come back and they withdraw or they get schedule changes. And then I was not able to go in and work with them to get those failing grades back up. So it would average into a passing credit. 
And so those have been the only times where I've really been like, oh, well, if I'd known that they were going to be withdrawn from my class at any point, I would have gone back and tried to make sure that they were leaving my class with some credit. But no, they get the grades that they deserve. They earn their grades, whether it's passing or failing. It's, it's not difficult to pass classes if you're putting in effort. So I think our message to all the teachers out there, and my host, correct me if I'm wrong or you got something to add, is pretty much if you feel bad about like failing someone, don't. Move on. I do want to add this. I think I think we really messed up with kids during the the lockdown and suddenly grades didn't matter anymore. Um because the message that sent kids, especially my middle school students, was it doesn't matter. We're gonna pass you along anyway. And so I've been battling with kids saying, you know, it doesn't matter if I do my work or not. Who cares? I'll pass. You know, I think that's something we need to fix. Texas legislator proposes ban on minors watching drag shows. A Texas lawmaker announced on Monday that he will introduce legislation to ban minors from attending drag shows in the state. State Rep. Ryan Slayton, a Republican. Can you hear the shock in my voice? The events of this past weekend were horrifying and show a disturbing trend in which perverted adults are obsessed with sexualizing young children, Slayton said in a statement. As a father of two young children, I would never take my children to a drag show, and I know Speaker Dade Phelan and the rest of my Republican colleagues wouldn't either. He added, protecting our own children isn't enough, and our responsibility as lawmakers extends to the sexualization that is happening across Texas. I I have to stop. I have to stop. Yeah. He has the balls to say this is how he's going to protect children. What the Right? Right? It makes me sick to my stomach. It's horseshit. Who can see that and forget what happened 10 days ago? Was it even that long ago? I don't fucking know. But it keeps fucking happening because I've seen the articles in the last two weeks where it lists the number of mass shootings we've had since that happened. And it's more than one a day. It is fucking crazy. But no. No, it's the drag shows we got to fix, and we're going to fix it fucking fast because we like to fill those prisons with gay people. But what the fuck? Okay, I got to take a breath. Shirley? Yes? Heavily involved in the drag community. You can Mm -hmm. tell things about it. Tell us your role in it, and then tell us. Just talk. I'm going to mute myself. I'll let you roll. Hit the tracks, girl. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I am a drag performer. I am an AFAB queen assigned female at birth. Um, started out as a hostess a year and a half ago and found my stride and started performing as more of a drag queen um, about a year ago. And it's interesting because I have only, I perform between um, two different places. My beautiful temper tantrums, um, the oldest is 11. They beg me all the time can we please come? Can we please come? And the only reason I don't let them is because it's super mega late at night. And I don't think it's appropriate as their parent to let them do that. However, there are lots of places that do um, family drag, like, um, like the drag bingo, or they'll do like family friendly stuff like a brunch or something like early in the day. And a lot of times they will do these really cool things where drag queens go to public libraries and they read books to children that are you know, a little more inclusive, a little more like 
um, you know, open-minded to celebrate Pride Month or something like that. In my opinion, this whole thing is just a look over there. I don't think these pathetic white men have any interest in pursuing this past, oh, I'm going to do this. Because the reality is, I don't think there's a single person in the state of Texas who gives a fuck right now. And as far as, you know, wanting to protect their child from um, sexually deviant people, I would like to refer to them, um, refer everyone to the fact that there was a recent national scandal because the Southern Baptist leaders uh, released a previously secret list of hundreds of pastors and other church-affiliated personnel accused of sexual abuse. It's 205 pages. It's from the last 19 years, and it has about 700 entries. So by that argument, if you want to protect your children from sexually deviant people, maybe stop going to church. I, I agree with you. It is a whole lot of misdirection from other worse things. I am baffled because it still ties into this whole plan. I feel that uh, a lot of this is not only that, is they don't want these kids getting comfortable or being exposed to people who are not gender norms. I'm so tired of the emphasis being put on I'm so, I'm so tired of seeing people in power and yeah I'm going to go ahead and say it white men in power punching down and targeting marginalized communities and trying to make the enemy teachers trying to make enemies out of people who I don't know have never shot up in elementary school keep your damn eyes on the ball good lord well, you know, in, in North Carolina, in North Carolina, they did the bathroom bill, which was absolutely ridiculous, which was uh, transgender people were not or, or were required to use the bathroom according to their birth gender. And it was just it, it, whew, it was a huge controversy. And that was one of those look away things that they propose. But I forgot that the big issue they were trying to. Get that means it worked. But it was messed up. Like, we lost a lot of good money in this state because of that. And and a lot of respect, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, being a Texan, I get that 100% about losing respect in the state you live in. Anytime Ted Cruz opens his mouth, I I am just, wow. <laughs> I, I just can't. His little, his little gremlin face, it just pisses me off. People need to vote. People need to vote. People need to vote. A hundred percent. Really hard to justify, you know, trying to turn transgender people or drag queens or any other marginalized group of people into villains when they just need to look in their own mirror and look at statistics. And instead of channeling all this energy and funding into these bills that are like, uh, so hurtful to so many young people. Why aren't we looking at ways to make mental health a priority and finding ways to fund schools so that they have more psychologists and counselors on hand? Or if you don't want to address schools, why aren't we addressing the child protective services and trying to fund them and get more competent people in charge? And if you're really concerned about children and their welfare, why is that not where we're starting? Why do we have to have a villain? Why can't we just protect children from 
actual threats, not perceived threats. Yes. Actual threats. Because they're not actually trying to protect children. It's, it's, it's oh, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Absolutely not. Once they take their first breath, they're no concern to anybody else. There's somebody else's problem at that point. I'm going to piggyback off of what Texas teacher Kristen just put in the comments. You know, if they really wanted to protect children, they could increase funding for child protective services so that those social workers have a manageable caseload and that they can have more of them instead of cutting things fucking back. If we cared about fucking protecting the children, we would ban high school rodeos because you know how many kids get hurt in those rodeos? You know how many kids get stepped on or kicked by a cow when they're leading it in? You know how many kids fall off fucking horses? I bet it's more than have been manipulated at a drag show by God, but no, can't mess with that shit because that's manly. Count, I haven't heard from you yet. What are your thoughts? I hate the fact that politicians don't give a fuck about keeping kids safe. Yep. Um, and they don't even like, they're not even smooth or slick with it. Like they can just be outright stupid and foolish and try to find something to deflect. Like I've never once had a student come in my office worried about like what's going to happen at a pride parade, or I've never had a student come in my office like concerned about a drag queen show or a drag queen bingo night. I've never had a student come in my office like up in arms about, oh my gosh, there's all this pride going on right now. Like, no, that's never been an issue. But I always have kids come in talking about their fear for lack of safety or lack of support or lack of, you know, just there, there's always something that has to do with violence, guns, and normally it's, I don't know what I normally get is kids coming in really afraid of like, privileged white kids who were ready to set it off in the school and i and no one cares like no one not a single politician with a lot of power and authority in the state of texas right now cares about that and it really breaks my heart like uh bunny said there is always another marginalized group to target and let's see how we can change and shift the focus to that when it had absolutely nothing to do with what's killing and really, really doing destruction and damage to smaller communities and, you know, school shootings and that kind of a thing. It really just irks me and bugs me. And that's all I can say about it because it, it, it really it, it breaks my heart because I know what comes in my door weekly. I know what happens. That's the big problem. And I think that's something they know is happening because they know if one of their idiot senators says any of this stuff about how we need to arrest people for taking their children because they might be interested in drag shows, the parents might not have any interest and be fully supportive of their kid loving drag whatsoever, but you might have a young child who doesn't know how to feel, and they're really, really frightened of telling their parents, hey, I'd like to go see this because all the TV is saying it's wrong and it's bad and your parents need to get arrested for doing it. And it just reinforces this whole mentality that who you are or what you like makes you a bad person or makes you a dangerous person. And that's so fucking wrong because just because someone is not gender fluid doesn't make them a pedophile or a robber or a murderer or a shitty cook or anything. And it's just baffling because we're reinforcing these ideas and when these kids that are so... So just experiencing life in the first person, it just can destroy them. And it does. And I'm sure that's what Count has to deal with all the time are these kids who have no support and they're just terrified. What are my parents going to do? What are my grandparents going to do? 
even if everyone's going to be 100% supportive. They don't know that because everything is telling them it's wrong. <sighs> Breathe. Hey, guys, guess what? 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 Tell me. Tell what? me. Tell me. Tell me. Gosh. We have a Patreon. Get out of here. I knew it. That's amazing. I love it. Love that journey for us. Patreon. It is so good. We have a Patreon, and it's this beautiful community of, of, of a lot of teachers, and they're all very like-minded. We come from different places and have different backgrounds and interests, but it is a lovely, lovely group of people. And these Patreons pay as little as 5 to $10 a month, and they get access to over 95 bonus episodes and like audible content on our Patreon, and it's so amazing. If you join, we have these live streaming sessions where you can chat with the host. We have this beautiful, amazing Facebook group where we get to chat, and we post, and a lot of the hosts are in there. There as well. We have watch parties where we get together, you know, digitally and we watch a movie together and we chat and talk the whole time. It is awesome. All right. So you should sign up for a pot or you should sign up for Patreon. Do it now. Woohoo! Yay! You better do Woo! it. That's right. Uh, so the would you rather today was presented to me by Space Panties. Would you rather, kissing edition, would you rather the only kisses you receive for the rest of your life be from a dog or a toddler? A dog continuously licking your face or a baby open mouth toddler kisses where they try to kiss you but they're more just kind of licking you and putting that on you. Which would you rather have? Charlie, <laughs> your mic's off. Oh, that's easy. I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with puppers because oh. if it's if it's not my toddler, no, get away from me. Man, even with my own kid, those open mouth like drool kisses that they like lay on you, it's like this is sweet and so fucking disgusting at the same time. I love you, but oh, get your feet <laughs> off of me. Dogs, man. I was going to say cats too, Shirley, because I'm not a dog fan and I'm not a kid fan. I don't have kids. I don't have dogs. And that's mainly the reason why, because of the kisses. I, I don't mean. like dog lickings on me. I don't like, ch just children in general are just sticky. Cats also lick their booty holes though. All yeah, right. I just like cats better than dogs. Y'all, oh man. Same. Option. Cats dogs are, are better than dogs. Can yeah. I give this a whirl, Elvis? Yeah, please. Okay, 100% babies. I don't understand Ew. how you guys are saying dogs. I've never let a dog lick or kiss my face, and I love it when babies try to bite my face. Like, mouth wide off, open gummy, all that. That's perfectly fine. Oh. Uh, that's that's. I'm 100% on board with that. You're a sweeter person than I am. I, I don't. Like, really? Dog kisses for the rest of your life? I mean, I'm not really happy with either. But I don't know. With a dog, I'd feel a lot less bad pushing its face away from me. I can't do that to a sweet little baby or a toddler. But a dog, like, get the fuck off me! And most of those babies you can just pick up and hold far out from. I don't know, dude. There's no, yeah, there's no way a dog's, ugh, I'm If it's sorry. a small one, you could probably throw it really far. But that's oh. real. 
right, folks. Thanks for coming to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am so grateful to all the hosts who showed up here, even though it's their summer vacation. They took time out of their evening to chat with me. I want to thank all the Patreons who are out there supporting us and who are also chatting in this, by the way. You guys are amazing. And I also, I just got to, I got to thank the host. Miss Bunny, I'm so glad you were here today. Thank you. It was a pleasure as always. And Count, I'm glad I got to talk to the you. The countdown has ended. Summer is finally here. Thank you for having me. Mama Chicken, what a great time for you to transition into the whole, like, teacher needs a drink host family. I'm so glad you were able to be here today. Thanks. It was fun. And Lady Shathian, I'm so glad you took a break from all your crazy house hunting, house building, moving, changing jobs, cat wrangling, all the things and coaching that you're doing. Thanks for being here. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's been a while and I missed you guys. It has been a minute. And last but not least, Shirley Temper. Thanks for being here. Under his eye. Creepy future. All right, my friends, my teachers, make sure you don't feel guilty about taking time for yourself. Treat yourself to a little bit of time. You've earned it. It's been a hell of a year. And yeah, uh, just, you know, take it easy. All right, my friends, everyone out there, Take care of your mental health, blah, blah, blah. Deep breath, deep drinks. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. And happy pride to everybody out there. All right, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. If you have something you'd like to share with us here on the podcast, something you'd like us to talk about, send us a message to the contact page of our website at teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. I'd also like to thank all of our patrons out there. Thank you so much for supporting us. We love you. For all my friends who are interested, if you like the podcast and want to hear more, join our Patreon. There is only, like, there's over 95 different things you can hear on there. It's as little as $5 a month. It helps us out, and you get access to talk to the host and chat with us and meet a lot of other really cool teachers. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or know one in your building, go to ludlamdramatics.com. They will hook you up. It is amazing. All right, my friends, I'm finishing this up so I can be done. Space Panties is coming to hang out with me for the week, and I'm so excited. And so I want to get this done so I can just enjoy my downtime. Happy summer. Treat yourself, y'all. Treat yourself. <laughs>